0: The voice of reason, the voice of alarm, the voice of stats, the voice of scouts, the voice of Kool-Aid, the voice of dismay, the voice of Dave-O. Now that's more like it. Seven strong innings from Ian Kennedy and seven strong runs from the Royals offense as KC dominates Cleveland. Seven to nothing in a game that never felt like a game after Kendrys Morales hit that three-run home run in the first inning. As is Devo, glad you're along for a winning edition of Your Dish on Clubhouse Conversation, where we will peek ahead to tomorrow, the rubber game of the three-game series coming up in just a few minutes. But first, we break this one down and begin with our player of the game, which was difficult tonight. And that's a good thing. I miss those days. We had so many nights last summer where there was, and then summer before that even, where there was two, three, four guys that could be player of the game. And tonight, probably two you look at mainly. Obviously, Ian Kennedy with seven strong shutout innings, earning the win. And then Kendrys Morales, who hit that first inning home run we talked about a second ago. Put the Royals up 3-0, added an RBI later in the game for good measure. Four RBI day for Kendrys, And that's who I selected as our player of the game, which sounds... Maybe, maybe ridiculous, considering how well Kennedy pitched, but I think, to a degree, a lot of how Kennedy pitched was set up in a way by what Morales did. And what I mean by that is I, I realize that a pitcher's not directly pitching against the other pitcher, and I realize a pitcher's not pitching against your own team's offense. But when you're sputtering and struggling to score runs offensively, to come out before you throw your first pitch and be up 3 nothing, especially when Kennedy got into trouble there in that first inning and be able to pitch out of that with a little... Uh, you know, cushion there, I think, helped a lot. And, obviously, getting those runs, I mean, you could just hear, uh, you know, the exhale from the Royals. You know, here in Kansas City, we could hear it. Couldn't you? You could just hear it. It was like, oh, thank God. Somebody got a big hit, a three-run home run. It's been weeks, man, right? The Royals have hit one home run in their last 75 innings before (laughs) Kendrice goes yard there. So, a nice job there by Kendrice Morales, who goes two for four with four RBIs and a run, and is our player of the game. And it wasn't just Reese who had a big night, too. I mean, in that first inning, for example, Lorenzo Kane gets on with a single. Eric Hosmer gets on with a single. And that was just the beginning of a big day for the offense and for those guys. Let's go all the down the lineup here and give pretty much all these guys some props today. Alcides Escobar, how about two for five with a run scored for Alcides? Look, Cain, two for five, two runs scored. Eric Hosmer, two for four with two hits and two runs, another guy that would had some Quick consideration for player of the game, although not in the same level as Kendris or Ian, but two for four with two hits and two runs. Alex Gordon, love seeing him go the opposite way, get a little flair for a base hit, draw a walk, one for three with the walk for Gordo. Chesler Cuthbert, as we told you first here on Clubhouse Conversation, was called up as Moose went on the DL. And as we predicted, Hunter Dozier up to AAA Omaha after being pinch hit for last night by Frank Schwindel. You know, and Cuthbert being hell of a lineup, and what we'd heard, you know, was Moose not playing. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't rocket science. I mean, I'm acting like it was that impressive to predict that. But it, it did, in fact, happen where the Royals did move Mike Moustakis to the 15-day deal with a fractured thumb on his left hand. And uh, the Royals are hoping 15 days is all it is. And he is retroactive to Thursday, but I wouldn't hold my breath on that. I mean, it's possible, I guess. He's getting a second opinion uh, there in Cleveland while the Royals are there. I hope it's only two weeks, but I was expecting a month when it first happened. Either way, split the difference. Three weeks, I'll take it, you know, if that's what it is. If he can be healthy in three weeks, I'll take it. So, Chesler, nice job coming up. Like I said, a hit in an RBI today. Christian Cologne, same thing, a hit in a run. And then Gerard Dyson, one for four with an RBI. The Royals' offense struck out six times, walked once. Again... Still a strikeout or two, too many. You don't want more than four or five if you're only going to walk once. But how can I complain when the Royals put seven on the board today? The Royals were five for 11 with runners in scoring position. That was a nice job. You can live with that definitely every day of the week, right? And the Royals got Cody Anderson out of the game, as they should have right away after being called up from AAA. You know, a guy who went just five innings of this one gave up four runs and coming into the game and given up, what, 1.4 hits per innings? That's not even counting the walks. I think the whip was like 1.7, 1.68 coming in to the game for Anderson. The Royals ripped him to shreds, and that's what they should do. So nice job by the Royals' offense. But let's not talk too much more about the offense. While that was great, and that's you know good to see, it. I want to see the Royals do this again tomorrow before I get too excited, but I'm very excited either way about Ian Kennedy, who on just about any other night would be player of the game. Had the Royals not been so much so struggling to score runs recently, I would have chosen Kennedy as the player of the game. He might be your actual player of the game in reality. But I mean, Ian Kennedy, how good was he? So the Royals get up 3-0. He comes out in the bomb of the first. And Rajai Davis leads off with a solid single up the middle. Okay, well, whatever, right? Luckily, Jason Kipnis hits a rope to Kane and is out. Because Francisco Lindor comes up in singles to left. So you have first and third with just one out right there. And a little bit nervous, Mike Napoli, a a guy that gives you professional at-bats, a professional hitter. The count runs full. So you've got first and third, one out, a full count to Napoli. You're thinking, oh no, the Royals just put three on the board. One max here, Ian, please, you know, get a ground ball, double play, strike him out. And that's what he did. He struck him out in that full count. What a big time pitch by Ian Kennedy, who then flies out Carlos Santana, who would also be an escape hatch later in the game for Kennedy in the sixth inning in a big situation. The Royals get out of that first inning unscathed. And like I said, when the three run home run went out, I knew the Royals were going to win. When Ian got out of that, I definitely knew the Royals were going to win. But who knew, though, that that would be the start of 14 in a row retired by Ian Kennedy? None of us did. 14 in a row, beginning with those two guys, and in the first inning, retired by Ian Kennedy before Mr. Uribe let off the sixth inning with a knock. But yeah, that's the inning that Cleveland had the one last chance to get back into it. Down 4 nothing. Uribe singles. Rajai Davis, the 1-4-3 double play. Again, Thankful that that happened because with two outs and nobody on Cleveland goes to work, a walk to Jason Kipnis, another single uh, to Francisco Lindor puts first and third, a walk to Napoli. Now you've got the bases loaded up for nothing, five and two thirds in for Ian Kennedy in the, the mid eighties for pitch count. What do you do there? Ned stays with him. Was the right move. I thought Luke coach ever was ready, but he sticks with Kennedy who gets Carlos Santana to ground out again, gets out of that sixth inning Kennedy's able to come back out, throw up another zero on the seventh, and the Royals go on to put a, a three run spot on the board in the eighth. Seven to nothing as the Royals cruise. Ian Kennedy moves to four and two on the year. How about a 2.13 ERA for Ian Kennedy, who seems to get a decision literally every time he pitches? He doesn't believe in no decisions. It's, you know, it's either a win or a loss, and he's now four and two with the two, one, three. The final line seven shutout innings, just four hits, two walks, six Ks. So less than one runner per inning on base against Ian Kennedy, who strikes out six. Just a fantastic job today. So the Royals are set up. We said coming in uh, on this road trip, two out of three in Cleveland, get the split in New York, four and three. By the way, I heard today, I knew this, but I'd forgotten that just the Royals' luck, that the Yankees' bullpen gets even more filthy. I believe Tuesday, Mr. Chapman becomes eligible. Just our luck, right? (laughs) But anyway, get the win tomorrow and it won't matter. I don't love how the pitching shapes up on the Royal side when I peer ahead, but we'll talk about that a little bit more coming up soon. But for tomorrow, you've got Ensign Volquez 3-2 with a 3-1-3 against Josh Tomlin, 4-0, a 3-1-3. A couple guys with near identical stats. Eddie comes off 7-2 and against Washington. The tough luck loser gave up the two first inning runs then went on to go 7Ks over his seven and two-thirds innings. That's the game where he came out and I got fired up when Danny Duffy came in and got Bryce Harper looking 98 at the knees on the outside corner with a punch-out. I loved that one. The backwards K in that eighth inning. That's the last time Volkes pitched on Monday. He is faced against Mr. Tomlin. Why do I keep saying Mr. in this? I don't think... I don't think I've ever called anybody mister until I got three times in this dish here, man. A live critique is me. I got to watch that next time. But Tomlin held Detroit to six innings, two runs, five Ks, no walks. His last time out, a couple things of note. There is enough sample size to mention this. Lorenzo Kane, 308 and 13 at bats against Tomlin. Salvi, 643 in 14 at bats against Josh Tomlin. So the Royals are in good shape. I, I like the Royals to get it done tomorrow. I, I feel like six plus innings of, of three run ball out of Edson Volquez is in the cards. And I think the Royals were able to get three to four runs off of Tomlin, grind this one out, win a five to four type game, and get out of town from Cleveland with a two out of three, get back on the winning track. Feel a lot better about yourself as you head out to New York. We'll be back with you again, by the way. Make sure you heard the uh, or you check out the Mauricio Ramos interview I posted yesterday. I hope you heard that. Continues to rake. A couple more knocks tonight, and it's early, and batting average only tells so much. OPS, OBP, obviously way more important than the average, but well over 3.30 now is Ramos. Continues to rake down there for Arkansas, northwest Arkansas. Hunter Dozier was called up to Omaha. So you've got a couple of third basemen to keep your eye on. Dozier at Omaha, and then Ramos down at AA. Ryan O'Hearn, a guy that's exciting to watch in that Northwest Arkansas team. Raul Mondesi, Terrence Gore, on and on. And Omaha's got some nice players down there. How about Jorge Bonifacio reestablishing himself? Witt Merrifield. So some good guys having good years down there on the farm, which is good to see for the Royals. But yeah, make sure you check out that Ramos interview. He's from Columbia. Very nice kid. That was posted yesterday, and coming up tomorrow, I'll be joined by Desi Relaford and the chance to get a child in your life, whether it be a son, a grandson, a cousin, a friend. Whoever it is, they can have their own one-on-one coach in the name of Mr. Desi Relaford. You're going to be giving that away as a prize. More of that coming up tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation. Have a great night. Go Royals, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.